When you hear these headlines, what initial thoughts come to mind? Australia wins the second Ashes test. What comes to mind? Okay. Second one. Chile, Chile swears in a new president. Yeah, what comes to mind? Uh, Bitcoin is not doing well. <laughs> right? What comes to mind? Right? It's really interesting because these statements will produce very different responses in each and every one of us. Right? Each statement will produce a very different response. Why is that? Right? What's the difference in response? What's that based upon? And it comes down to your relationship with the subject matter. Right? So, for example, Australia wins the second Ashes test. If you don't care about cricket, that statement means nothing to you. But for Arun, very important. New Chile president is sworn into office. I'm going to go out on a limb and probably it, it, that didn't mean anything to anybody unless we have some Chilean folk. And then Bitcoin, well, I know who's, who's hurting. I'm hurting. <laughs> Jokes, I'm not hurting. How about this one? West Pimble Public School elects new school captain. Right? Now, some of you are like, West Pimble Public School, I don't even know where that is. Right? For some of you, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything to you that a public school, a primary school, elects a new school captain. Right? But for us as a family... Right? When, when that statement, West Pimble Public School elects a new school captain, for us as a family, that changed our lives. <laughs> right? That literally was a family changing, life changing moment because our second son, Benjamin, was elected school captain this year. Right? See, your response to that, just knowing us and Ben, is like, yay, Ben. For us, it, I kid you not, it has changed the way we do life. <laughs> the school called Mel, first time ever, and was like, hey, we have new kids coming. Ben's school captain. Can you guys hang out now? It's like, oh, my gosh. Nothing is free in this world. <laughs> See, depending on your relationship with the subject matter, it changes your response. And so when I say Christmas is the celebration of the birth of Jesus, and I ask you, what does that mean for you? This is where I'm going to land today. What Christmas means for you is determined 
by your relationship with the subject, and that's Jesus. What Christmas, the significance and the importance of Christmas for you, what today is for you, is it all determined by your relationship with Jesus. Now, I'm going to read the Christmas story because I, f- I figured we, we don't read the Christmas story, right? And I'm going to read from Luke, Luke chapter 2, verse 1 to 20. And as we read the story, what you're going to find is there are three different responses to the birth of Jesus, and we'll go through them. But I'm going to read the whole story, okay? Because it's probably been a while since you heard the whole story. Here we go. Luke chapter 2, verse 1 to 20 should be on the screen. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary treasured up these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen which were just as they had been told. Amen. The birth of Jesus is a crazy story. The birth of Jesus, the virgin to give birth, the king born on a farm. But as said, I want us to look at the responses today. And there are three responses to the birth of Jesus that we see in this passage. Firstly, we see the angels. Now, I know it feels weird for us to be talking about angels because angels seems like a very foreign idea for us. But in Scripture, it says that when the news of Jesus Christ being born was heard, a choir of angels 
started breaking into song and praising God. And the question is why? It's because of their relationship with Jesus. It's who Jesus was to them. He was the Son of God who was to bring peace on earth to all those whose favor rests on him. And the angels, they knew exactly who Jesus was. And so their response, based on their relationship, was to sing and praise God. The second group of people we look at are the shepherds. The shepherds were a little bit more curious, a little bit more subdued in their response. An angel turns up and says, the Messiah is born. And, and they respond out of curiosity. Well, let's go and see. Let's go and see this baby. Right? And this is what it says in verse 17. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child. Verse 20, the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. The birth of the Messiah brought the shepherds great joy. So much joy that they could not keep their mouth shut. Finally, we see a little response, response of Mary. We see this in verse 9, the mother of Jesus. And it says, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. It's a very different response to the angels, the choir of angels singing hallelujah. And then the shepherds walking home, so excited, bouncing around, telling everyone what they had seen. And, and you see Mary's response is a very... A contemplative response. She treasured up all these things, pondered them in her heart. This was not just because it was her firstborn, but she knew who this child was. He was the Son of God that would save a mankind. He was the Messiah. And her response was to treasure him. Now, let me ask you once again, on Christmas Day, what is your response? What is your response to the idea that we celebrate the birth of Jesus? It's all got to do with your relationship with Jesus. Uh, another example, I guess, a more easier example to understand this is when you go to a birthday party. Now, if you go to your best friend's birthday party, you're invested into that party. You're, you know, you're not just standing around not doing anything because it's your best friend's birthday. You're there to celebrate. You bring gifts. You know, you're usually out there helping serve the food and whatnot. Have you ever been to a birthday party that you didn't know the birthday person? Right? Sometimes, right? You, you know, circumstance, right? Like, we get invited to a lot of kids' parties. We have a lot of kids. They have a lot of friends. They all have birthdays. It's inconvenient, right? They all have a birthday. It happens every year, right? Anyway, the worst is when you go to a birthday party that your kid got invited to, but you don't know the kid. Right? You don't know the kid. You don't know the parents. So you go... You know, if the kid's name is Ashley, you, you go and you go, happy birthday, Ashley... And they're like looking at you, who are you, you know? I'm Ben's dad. They go, oh, okay, cool. 
And then you stand around for two hours and you don't do anything. Can I tell you, that is the most boring birthday party you can go to. A birthday party where you do not know the birthday person. But can I tell you, not knowing who Jesus is and trying to celebrate Christmas is exactly that. When we don't know who Jesus is, Christmas is the best that Christmas gets for us. It's, it's a day off. It's a holiday. You get to have some, you know, meals with family and friends. I just heard it this morning, and, and I don't know, I have to verify if this is true or not, but McDonald's is open. I know that for sure. That's, that's a fact. By the way, I'm not, I'm not sponsored by, I'm, a, I'm an unofficial ambassador of McDonald's. I'm an unpaid ambassador. But I didn't know this, but on, on, on <laughs> I saw Ness's eyes just light up when I started talking about McDonald's. Did you know, Ness, that on Christmas Day there is a Christmas Day surcharge at McDonald's? Oh, outraged. Outraged. Boo. Boo, Ronald. Boo, Ronald and Grimace. Boo to you. Does that stop us going? No. We are committed to the course. <laughs> Family business, right? Can I tell you, if you don't have a relationship with God, if Jesus isn't the Messiah, if that's not what you're celebrating today, then the best that Christmas gets for you is it's a day off where you pay extra at McDonald's. That's all it is. And, and, and you know what? For so many people in this world, that's what it is. Man, you go to the shopping centers, you know, you talk about how much money people spend on gifts, how many gatherings people have. You look at all of this and you go, man, that's, that's like going to someone's birthday party and, and, and being, being excited about the snack table. Like legit, that's like going to someone's birthday party and, and the, the most excited thing that you are about it is the decorations. And we forget, we forget the main thing. If you've got no relationship with Jesus, then all Christmas will be for you is a day off. And that's as good as it gets. But if Jesus is who he says he is and you believe that, that he says that he's the son of God, and if you believe that he's the Lord and saviour of your life, if think about this, right? If someone came and you knew that they were going to save your life, you would be excited. If someone came and, 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 and came to your place and you knew that they were going to die for you later in your life and they were going to take away your sin so that you can have a relationship with God once again, you would be excited. It would be a different response. Christmas wouldn't be about a holiday or meals or gifts even. It would be a wild celebration. See, friends, 
even if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, this is what's being offered to you. You can have more than just a public holiday. You can have more than just good meals with friends and families. But you can celebrate life. You can celebrate the one that would come and die for you on the cross. I pondered this week. I've been sitting on that word a lot, ponder, right? We don't really use that word ponder much these days. But ponder just means to sit, or you don't have to sit, but to think, right? To mull. And I was pondering on, well, we celebrate Christmas every year, right? But what is it that we're celebrating? What is it that we're excited about? You know, all the meals, all the gifts. And I just sort of pondered on, When's the last time I got excited about the fact that this is actually Jesus' birthday? That we're here to celebrate his birth and everything that means for us. And that actually, to be honest, it got me excited. Just to consider that once again. That's how we make Christmas what Christmas is meant to be. A celebration. Our response by knowing that Jesus died, came to live and die on the cross for us. Our response can be one of the angels, the shepherds, and even Mary. It's one to worship. It's one to not keep our mouth shut. And it's one to treasure it in our hearts. But as I said, the response is determined by the relationship. The response is determined by the relationship. And I pray that this Christmas, how you respond, you would consider what your relationship is with Jesus. I pray that this year that you would treasure Jesus and that you would celebrate him and your response would be one of great joy and great peace. Let's pray.